Good morning. How are you ladies? Welcome to Expect Increase, where mindset and sales meet. This is episode one, and this is titled For Women, Super Women, What We Can Learn from the Incredibles 2 Movie. So this should be very interesting. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Sharit Richardson, founder of Digital Innovation Media Group, web designer, marketing strategist, and sales coach. I help established business owners maximize their sales impact and reach so their businesses can elevate to the next level. You can get more information from me at digital, www.digitalinnovationmg.com. I'm joined today with you as always with Rashana Price. Rashana, how are you? Hi, Sharik. I'm doing well. Hi, everyone. I'm Rashana Price, speaker and life coach and trademark owner of the phrase giver of awesomeness. I'm not only a life coach and a corporate event trainer, but I also am a real estate investor. I believe that success is in every part of what you do. So my desire is to help people to tap into their potential, find their awesomeness, and give it to others. You can check me out at www.roshanaprice.com for more information. Awesome. So we're talking about superwomen, and we know a lot about superwomen because we all have like a secret cape or invisible cape <laughs> every single day. Yeah. And I know you recently saw the Incredibles 2 movie. I did not get a chance to see it yet because Jurassic World was voted. Uh, <laughs> but I want to discuss this because it's something that I know so many of us are, we're juggling so many things before the businesses. And now we have these businesses and some of you may have heads just twirling off your neck right now. So um, Rashad, I'm gonna let you talk about the movie and just your takeaways from that. Yeah, so this movie to me was like, okay, here we go. This is a woman. So there's three characters, let me back up. Okay, so the three main characters are these, what we'll call old school superheroes that had to go underground when superheroes had to get safe and not be out in public. So the main characters, and if you saw the first Incredibles, then you know that the main characters, the husband and wife, Mr. Incredibles, and Elastigirl, they're married. They have three children. And then there's um, Mr. Freeze, or he's like the guy that has freezing powers. So they're all friends. And they get called into this corporate office, and this big executive person is like, we want to bring back the Incredibles, and we want to bring back superheroes. Mm -hmm. But they want to start with Elastigirl as the main character. Mm. And yeah. And so Mr. Incredibles, her husband is like, but I'm the Mr. Incredible. Like he's always been the one that's been showcased. He's been the out front superhero and leader. And in this whole movie, it's all about her and them using her to basically try to bring back superheroes. Um, and then they all end up fighting together in the end. And now, of course, it all works out and they save the day. But that moment in the movie, and it's pretty early on. And then throughout the movie, as Mr. Incredible takes on more roles at home, he's helping the kids with the homework. He's, they have a daughter who starts dating. The baby starts walking and finds out what superpowers he has. And it's just this it's really a good look at what I don't know is reverse roles, but what his is historically known as reverse roles in the household. Right. So, so he's kind of like getting used to being Mr. Mom and she's out saving the world. 
Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> but he's like feeling some kind of way about it. I mean, he's definitely like, I don't really want to do this. But at, the, at one point he does say to her, cause she's, she hems and haws about, should I do this? Should I not do this? Right. And in that movie, I thought to myself when I was watching it, I was like, I wonder how many women do that. Hmm. Right. Like I've, I've found myself doing that, but have you found yourself in a place where you have a great opportunity but you hem and haw over if you should do it because it does mean time away from your family yeah that's honestly the first thing that comes to my mind even if it's something that's just going out like I mean like I was going to a friend invited me to a Patti Bell concert when she was in town and it was on a Friday night and the first thing to my mind that I thought about was oh that's our movie night but it's like, okay, but then, you know, you can go out and see Patty the Bell. Movie night can also be Saturday. That can be shifted over. But, yeah, the first time I think, the first thought that comes to mind is being away from the kids, the house, and my husband. Mm-hmm. Instead of, hey, you know what, I can use a break. Or, you know, if it's, a, if it's an, an speaking engagement or, like, this past weekend I taught a summit. You know, and it's like, well, the boys yeah. are hanging out with Jonathan having fun. I'm like, well, you know what? I, I'm doing something that's going to help my business and help myself. So that's okay. You know yeah. I mean? so totally yeah. That feeling. Yeah. I mean, and it was right. I mean, she, she said, okay, I'll think about it. I mean, at, that night when they were at home and brushing her teeth, she was thinking about it. And really the only thing that made her decide to do it was when Mr. Incredible was like, go be great. So then I can be great. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, then I'm going to do it. Right. Like she needed him to say it was okay. And, and you're married, I'm married. And so I, we've been there. I've been there personally where it's like, yeah, I need you to say that this is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have been in a place where I had an opportunity to, to take a job and I took the job and it was going to be closer to home because we had recently at that time relocated to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And um, the job was in Sanford, so it was like 40 minutes away. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. But I had been traveling, and that was the job I was in, and I loved it. But I right. took the job in Sanford and cried the whole way home after I accepted the job and everything. And I told my husband, I was like, you're going to have to validate this for me because I'm doing this for the family. Right. And that was like that night. Two days later, I called and rescinded my my acceptance and told my husband, husband, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And I don't, I can't have you in a position where you have to try to validate this job for me. Cause that's going to put you in a position that you can't live up to. Exactly. And so, yeah. So I ended up working for another year traveling and then finding a great job after that, that made sense for the whole family. That's true because you know, that is something we are, we're always the glue that holds everything together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we do that so well. I wonder if we're, in a way, kind of crippling our husbands. I don't know. I'm just thinking because when I had a death in the family, and the first thought in my head was, "Oh my gosh, my house is going to burn down because <laughs> my husband's going to be the only one home with the kids, and he doesn't." You know, there's certain things that I handle, and but he was fine. Everything worked out. You know what I mean? He was like, "Why are you tripping?" Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like he needed that time to be with the boys. They need that time with him, you know, without me there, you know, but it's good that they had that guy time that week that I was out, that I was in Florida. And, um, because it is important that we also 
let her husbands know that, hey, I, I trust you, you know, maybe in a loving way that doesn't make them feel, I guess, what's the word I'm trying to say? Make them feel like we're not, like we don't think they can do it, but show them, hey, this is what we do and that kind of thing. This is what I taught the boys. They know how to do it. So, you know, that kind of thing. Kind of put it into them in a way that doesn't make them feel their, their ego, egos aren't bruised. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like my, I don't, I learned early on maybe because I did travel when I, and when I was working and I had young kids. So like my husband, I don't worry about him with the kids or I don't have things set up. Like I used to have things set up. The only thing I set up still is making sure that my daughter Zoe, that her hair is done and that her clothes are laid out because that can get a little hairy for him sometimes, but the rest of it, I don't, I don't worry about. Um, But I used to get super annoyed when I would be out working or doing something and people would ask me, well, where are your kids? Who's keeping your kids? And I, yeah, did you get that question? Uh, someone uh. said that. She said, I was my first day working at Duke, and someone, um, I don't know if her name, but she was basically one of the managers there, and we were just, I had to share an office with her, and we were just talking about each other. She had pictures of her grandson all over the office, and I said, oh, I have, my kids were at the time were, my twins were barely one, just over one years old, and my oldest had to have been about, three going on four and she and I told I was like oh yeah my, these are my kids and she's like and you work and I was like uh yeah they have to eat don't they <laughs> but she made it sound so repulsive like oh and you work and you have kids that age you know what I mean I was I, it made me kind of take a step back and you know calm down whatever but I said yes I do work I've worked their whole lives I worked before they got here and I worked after they got here Mm-hmm. I think it's just so interesting how the you how you have to guard your mind and we talk about mindset a lot and how you have to really guard your mind from the things that people say and their beliefs because they can easily come in and then have you, having you question what you're doing and why when that's really none of their business exactly and it doesn't matter and it's all about what you put in place and what your structures are for your business for your family And because we're women and moms and there's a lot of people out there that are listening that juggle many different hats, male and female, it's all about making sure that you understand what your values are and then you live out your values every day. Exactly. I think that that's the really big thing is that you stay close to what works for your family and every family is not going to be different. Every business isn't different. You know what I mean? You do what works. If, it, if your business works with your husband doing the, taking the, taking the kids and doing the cooking and cleaning, then that's, that's fine. If it works with you doing that and he does other things, that's totally fine. All that matters is what goes on in those four walls of your house. And so if nothing else, we give you total permission to not worry about other people's thoughts and feelings about what they think you should do, the traditional nuclear family, I just don't think that exists anymore. At least I don't make that the model for me. You know what I mean? The, the Ozzie and Harriet lifestyle is just not practical for everybody. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you really think about it, if you peel back the sitcom TV, what you saw in terms of, you know, men go off to work and women stay home and are in the kitchen and taking care of the kids and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know that those families were really that happy. 
And so it's all about, at least for me, when I, in my family and my businesses and the things that we're doing, it's all about balance. It's just all about like everybody gets to have a point where they're doing the thing that they love. And then there's times when everybody has to kind of grind it out and, and it changes and it ebbs and it flows. So exactly. But it works. It works for us. So because like my husband likes to go and play poker on Friday nights and I like him to go and play poker on Friday nights because I know that by the end of the week, he's going to have his time to decompress and I get to have my time at home by myself to decompress Mm -hmm. with the kids. And, and it's fun. And then on Saturday, that's usually our family day, right? Saturday afternoon, Saturday evenings. So Mm -hmm. it, it just all depends. I think the thing that I want people to remember, right? Like, why are we talking about this? Why does this matter? I think this matters because the movie gives you an idea of what can happen and the conversations that can happen behind closed doors between a husband and wife when these opportunities happen. Exactly. What I, what I really liked and what I want, like, if you don't see the movie, so this is like the, the thing to remember, is it's in that moment when you're having the conversation to speak your truth and really be honest about what you want. Yes. Exactly. And just being able, like you said, to balance it between the two. So that is everyone. I think that, like you said, sometimes everyone can't win. Sometimes it, it revolves around or one person is going to need the support and then it's their season. The next time maybe the other person's season. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I had a client who she's now having her turn because her kids are older. She's written a book. She's a minister. She does amazing things. And she's like, this is my time now. Mm-hmm. So the family adjusted for her because they realized that she's made the sacrifices to help them. Her husband's a pastor. He also works and they've all done these things, but they're all like, okay, you know what? In order for this thing to work, you need to be happy and you need to be fulfilled. And this is your time. And they support her in that, you know, and that's something that I think is so important that we check in. Like we just had our family meeting on Monday night my husband and I, and we talked about our goals. What are your goals for this month? What are my goals? Cause he's doing insurance. I'm doing business. And we talked about our income goals, but not only that, what are our goals for this family? What do we want to do? What do we want to be for the rest of the year? What, what, what are we going to, what do we want to accomplish? And we're going to bring the boys into the conversation next time and let them tell us and do like a family vision board just to make sure that we are keeping our finger on the pulse on what everyone needs to be supported. You know what I mean? And I think that's so important. Yeah, it is really important to have those conversations. Um, We're in the process of moving. And so we're having similar conversations just around what does the rest of the summer look like? We're packing up in like 10 days. I mean, it's just, we're in the middle of the move. And so we're having constant check-ins around how's everyone feeling? How's everyone doing? Is this still what we want? when we get there, what does everyone need? Like my son was like, I need to make sure I know where my room is. So the whole house hunting process, he was involved. He went in every house, mm-hmm. like he checked out the master. He figured out where his room was going to be. And once we settled on the house that we're going to buy and close on next week, mm-hmm. he picked his room first. My daughter was kind of like, just tell me when you get to the house that you like and I'll be fine. <laughs> right. Uh, But knowing that about them was really important and having those conversations. So for sure. Yeah. Speak your truth and take time to, 
to talk about what you want because it can change along the way. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 and it will. I mean, and it should change. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important that, you know, like your son has his, you know, I guess you can say non-negotiable and your daughter is like, whatever, I don't care. Just tell me yeah. you know, where to go. And that's mm-hmm. it. And I think that makes it better. It's not just about like, okay, well, you get a room, but I tell you to get a room. No, you're part of this and making them feel important about that. And um, so I think we're both definitely doing, you know, very, you know, the same thing as far as including our children into these very important life decisions that's going to affect the whole family. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it easier, you know, getting back to the superwoman thing that we don't have to be these super women when we have families that are willing to be able to help us and support us and we support them to make sure everybody's winning. Exactly. We don't have to take that pressure on our shoulders and think, oh, only I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, we have partners who are fully capable of doing those things too, and children too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting yeah. them involved and help, letting them help out, and absolutely, it makes a big difference so that you don't have to be superwoman. And, and if you have superpowers, great, use them, absolutely. But you're not the only one that has superpowers, so let everybody else use theirs too, so that in the end, life is happy and businesses can grow and there isn't this feeling like I have to do it all. I have to be the one. Yes. Cause you'll drive yourself crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you honestly will drive yourself up the wall and mm-hmm. it, it's not fun. Yeah. So ladies, you know, this is a very good lesson for all of us. And it, it came from a movie that our kids are crazy about, but it's something, there's a lesson in, in everything that just proves that. And so we definitely want you to make sure that if you are dealing with the superwoman complex, check out the movie and, you know, see how it makes you feel. How does it really Mm -hmm. make you look at your family and your household? And think about that. Are you being that superwoman? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So thank you for joining us today. You can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Digital Marketing Works. And I'm also on Facebook under Digital Innovation Media Group. Rashana, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Giver of Awesomeness and on Facebook at Giver of Awesomeness. On LinkedIn, Rashana Price is just fine. So hope to see you all soon. And as always, we appreciate you listening. And remember that these are pre-recorded podcasts. So we will see you at episode two. Great. Thank you. Have a good day. I'm not going to be able to do that.